0: We're going to go right out to the Mobile One Hotline, and we're going to bring in our man, Tony Lombardi, from RussellStreetReport.com. And Tony is brought to you by none other than Rain-X Wiper Blades, where they outlast the competition, and you, there's none better. Rain-X Latitude Wiper Blades is on my card, John. What's on yours? Rain-X well, Wiper Blades? Yeah, there you go. How about you, Tony?
1: Rain-X Wiper Blades. There you go, buddy. They
0: outlast... The com- the competition.
1: Well, more Ravens need to put them on their cars. That's right.
0: They're going to need them <laughs> wherever like they're going the next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony. Give us your your sad synopsis.
2: We didn't ask Miles what wiper blades are on Miles'
0: car. Oh, I know what kind of on Miles, but we can't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I take the fifth. That's right. We got to take the fifth. Maybe my that.
3: next set will be a rainx a set of X wiper blades. Yeah, because they did send me samples.
0: No, all right. There you go.
3: <laughs> wow, everyone. Actually, the just... the car I'm driving mm-hmm. tonight does have X wiper blades.
0: Okay, outstanding. Wow. Well, yes. hey, we can't play. It. We can't play football, but we can yeah. sure sell wiper blades. Yeah, it was
1: it was a wipeout. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what that was. The you know the thing is that. Up until yesterday, the Ravens played hard, and that's really a testament to Jen Harbaugh that they yes. continue to play hard with nothing to play for, really, other than pride. And I'm sure there are jobs on the line for next year. Some guys are auditioning on tape for jobs with other teams, and that's all well and good, and that's the way it should be. But yesterday, you started to get the feeling that in that second half, it was a little bit of laying down going on. I'm not saying the guys weren't hustling but the body language suggested how much can you take of this. And, and maybe they just need a little timeout. Maybe that second half is something that just they just had to work through and they'll be back at it again against the Chiefs and still out there hustling and doing what they've done up until now. But, I mean, to, to look at those two teams, the second and third stringers are the Ravens and the Seattle Seahawks, I think that what you saw there is just how far the Ravens need to go to get back into being a contender again.
2: Would you say it was a varsity versus JV scenario yesterday?
1: Yes, I would. But you know what's frightening about that, though, guys, is that when you look at this season in its totality, would you say or agree that more issues are defensive-related than they are offensive?
0: They certainly were yesterday.
2: No, I would say overall I think it's defensive-related.
3: That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, yeah, so. I'm sort
2: of. No, of your, you're asking
3: as our opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of divided. I, the interesting thing I thought about yesterday. Well, defense got manhandled yesterday. I thought the offense executed yesterday. I think they don't have the weapons to like get the ball in the end zone.
1: Okay, and that's yeah. my point, which is that you know people have criticized Trustman, but you can't make filet mignon out of a McDonald's hamburger meat. Right, you just can't do it. So they, there's a lot of offensive injuries. On defense, other than Terrell Suggs, what significant injury have they had?
3: No, there's none. Miles said right. that. Need yeah, in we first. were talking about uh, this yeah. actually before, and I, I I went through the defense, and I was like, if you go to safeties or you go to the secondary, we have Jimmy Smith, we have Darius Webb, we have Arrington, we have Lewis. You look at the linebackers, we have Doomerville. Uh, Are they
1: too old? You know, they're
3: not fast enough. Yeah. I, I, they're built. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They're built to beat a running Pittsburgh team. And, like, the, when the North was a slug it out division. Yeah. And now the North has become a passing division. Again, and, and Cincinnati yeah. throws over us. Pittsburgh throws over us.
1: Cleveland. N- could. But now, suddenly, teams are running right through the Ravens. Yeah. Well, y- The y- Dolphins y- did it. And the Seahawks did it yesterday. If Rawls and-
3: doesn't get hurt, he runs for 200 yards
1: easy. Yeah, well, I don't know if he runs for that much, but he would have had a field day, and, yeah. and they, they were just opening up gaping holes. Raul, and
3: Rawls had and, 44 yards on six carries yeah. in, in what, halfway? Not oh, only halfway the first drive. Yeah, I mean, he was, unless they adjusted, he was going to have an enormous day yesterday.
1: Yeah, well, they, they may have adjusted, but at the same time, when they adjusted, they had Russell Wilson go into attack downfield. So yeah. that's, that's what's the value of having a balanced offensive attack is you can't key on any one thing. But the Ravens looked like they were saying, okay, we're not going to let Russell Wilson beat us, at least that was the initial intent, and they let those guys run. But as we saw, and we saw that in the the Dolphins game too, that they were able to run successfully, and that's something people haven't been able to do. And really, when you look at the way the Ravens defended that yesterday, Daryl Smith, C.J. Mosley, and Kendrick
0: Lewis, they overran so many plays and let... Yes, Daryl you know, Smith has been virtually unheard of. He's he's
3: almost disappeared. You, you
1: know, know, maybe Father Time is catching up him, to him, him. too. Yeah.
3: Although, it seems like a lot of... I mean, how, how many times did you hear Mosley... I mean, how many plays did Mosley really make yesterday? And one. Uh, well, I mean, he had, what, he, he had, six had six tackles. tackles but, but how many, like... Play Like, even the Ravens' fumble, the fumble they recovered, they didn't even cause it. It was, it yeah, was the was uh, fumble. He, he dropped the yeah, it was a def- uh, like a lineman knocked it out of the running back's hand, uh, offensive lineman knocked it out of the running, ba- running back's hand.
1: It reminded hand me of...
3: Sanchez. What's
1: his name from the... Yeah, Sanchez, exactly. Yeah. It was a butt fumble.
3: Yeah, I mean, so when I look at it... Now, a couple of things that have happened today. Ex- give me your opinion on why we signed Ra- Ryan Millette.
1: I think it's an audition for 2016. There there was a quarterback, a couple quarterbacks hurt this weekend, and maybe the Ravens thought that one of those teams might scoop up on Mallett. Not that he's the end-all, be-all by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, maybe they wanted to give him an audition. And, you know, all this, you know, John Harbaugh's press conference today, he was saying, well, if Matt's 100%, we're going to go back to him. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Matt Matt Shaw's not coming back next year. Ed could. Ryan Mallett could. Why not let those guys split time for the bounce of the way and see what happens?
3: How about uh, Bryn Renner?
1: Well, I think they've probably seen enough of him to know that he's not a real <laughs> yeah. dude, He's not a quarterback. <laughs> now, yesterday... I mean, Bryn Renner is one of these guys, just like, you know, back in the day, Curtis Painter had a right. great preseason. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you go against third-string guys and you've had... Right, it, it time, depends
0: on the level of competition you're going against.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, all those guys that perform well during the preseason, people project that as though that could happen against first-string teams that are actually going out there at 100%. Well we know that those veterans don't go 100% in preseason, they, they go out there not to get
3: hurt. That's what it's all about, Tony. Now, don't get hurt. Let me ask you your opinion on the assembly experiment starting him at left tackle. One, what was your opinion of how he played yesterday? And two, does this make sense going forward and into the offseason with him being a free agent?
1: I think he played pretty decently. He wasn't great, but he, I think he played decently. And, and, and at, given the fact that it was his first <laughs> game there in a long time, uh, i give him yeah. an A. But, I do, you know, too. I, I thought he brilliant an A. Yeah, Did you guys
0: lose all of your football knowledge? (laughs) Hey, the guy's
2: guys a guard. I just
1: just said I gave a a, a curve grade. It was a A curve curve
3: grade. John and I were talking off the air, and John was saying how bad assembly was yesterday. I didn't think he was bad at all. I thought the Ravens got beat up the middle of the offensive line several times by, I think, Bennett. But I didn't think O's Assembly was all that bad yesterday. I
1: thought it was killing Urschel and yeah. Ryan Jensen, who looked like Matadors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think they all looked like Matadors yesterday. I mean, Clason got. We know he's tougher than you know than than some other quarterbacks. I think that we definitely proved yesterday. But I don't think Assembly did it very well yesterday. I think he struggled. Well,
1: like I said, I, I think for a guy that hasn't played position, well, and played, you're, and he's, you're he's, right it,
2: from that perspective, but. Based on Miles's question, which goes back, do you think that that's who you go in with as your left tackle next year? I don't think so.
1: Well, I didn't get around to that part of the answer. Oh, Okay,
2: <laughs> now get around to
0: it. <laughs> well, I think that's why they're auditioning there. Let us already give his
1: answer. Oh yeah, go no, ahead. I don't think I don't think that's an audition. I, th- I think that's by ne- by necessity. Uh, you know, you got, you got a left tackle that you paid a lot of money for, and I don't think that they summarily dismiss him right away. They're going to say all the right things. Maybe they'll get some trade value out of Eugene Monroe, but. I'm pretty sure he's probably played his last down as a Raven, but all the money that they're dis- dishing out right now, I don't think... That, o- Assembly's not going to be looking for a bargain-basement price Just be- or, or he's going to accept the bargain-basement deal just because he's uh, shifting out to a new position. He's going to be paid more league. than Marsha Yonda. Yeah. Yonda took a discount to stay in Baltimore. He could have gotten a lot more money had he gone out of the market, but that's not Assembly. And I heard months ago... That assembly really had his eyeballs set on on the uh, Seahawks, and I saw a lot of hugging going on from assembly yeah, after that I game. I did too. I didn't
0: see after that. the game, hey Tony, we're having just a little bit of technical difficulty here. Can we, we're going to uh, call
3: you right back? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. No, sure. no, wait a minute, I think, is, is Tish waving you off? Yeah, well, we're going to bring Brandon a challenge on. Oh, Brandon's on.
2: We're going to bring Brandon in, and we're going to go back to, to okay. Tony. We're having a little. No, I don't coach, think
0: Brandon's There's A little, he? little coach buzz action here. No, that's not what's happening. I'm throwing a challenge flag. Oh, yeah. all, right. all right, we got it covered, guys. It's under
2: control. Don't it's worry under. About it. It. It's
0: all handled. Um, I so like, see. what? What? We'll have Tony back in coach, a second.
2: Coach touched it on the five yard line, but he didn't touch it on the five yard line.
3: And they spotted it. And they spotted it at the, it at the at six. six. <laughs> it should have been T- at the one. Right. It
0: should have been at the one-yard line. Who
3: are we talking to now, Brandon or Tony? Tony. We talk oh, to Tony. Tony, okay.
0: Tony's back, right, Tony? I'm yeah. back. He's back. All right. Well, uh, the uh, Daniel Brown uh, on special teams, did where should the ball – that was, I think, the biggest – one of the biggest controversial calls yesterday, right?
1: There's
3: always one or two, isn't there? Yeah, there's always one well, or two. I mean, that one only cost him four yards. I thought the one on Ladarius was yeah, crazy. Yeah, that was yeah. obvious. But there, and there was a couple of mis- obvious right, face masks. Let's before.
2: talk about Webb and particularly the touchdown pass. Um, Tony, is this a case where he's just has, – has time passed him or his ability to play in the league? Or, or we just, is he just so hurt that he's gotten it out? What is going on there? Because that was – Um, I mean, the receiver did not put much on him to get past.
1: I think time has passed him as an outside corner. He's a a nickel corner. He's a slot corner. And I think for him to play outside, he's exposed. He's not that tall. He's obviously not that fast. He was 10 or 12 yards off of Leggett, and he just blew by him. And if Russell Wilson doesn't underthrow that ball, it really looks embarrassing. If he had put it out there where he should have, for a to make that play, so yeah, I think I think as an edge corner, he's done. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens come back to him trying to get another discount in 2016 because he's just not playing to the level of his contract, and that's what's killing this team right
0: now. But let
2: me ask you a question there, from that perspective. Um, I guess other than you, the money is what holds him in. What's the re- What's the reason for keeping him around?
0: The money, just the money.
1: But <laughs> you know, the other thing too is that. Webb is a, a leader in that secondary. Uh, and I know people might, you know, roll their eyes just hearing that, but he is. And I know from talking to people in the organization that he's highly respected. So I think when you put the two together, the money and the respect level and leadership, that's why they're willing to try to make it work. And I don't think that they won't try to make it work next year. I think that they'll try to have him back in some role that is a better fit for her, his current skills. Uh, her his current skill set, and right now that's not as an edge corner, and it's not that way for Kyle Arrington. He's a big disappointment, too, when he came over. They signed him to a multi-year deal. Same thing with Kendrick Lewis. Those guys just haven't performed, and you, you look around, and going into the season, and this is really an indictment on, on off offseason, going into the season, the biggest thing that they needed to fix was the secondary. They thought that they did that and they assumed that Jimmy Smith would be 100%. They assumed that Darius Well would be 100%. And they thought these other guys would gel together, and it hasn't happened. And here we are in week what? Now we're going into week 14, 15? We're going into week 15, and, and they're still talking about there's communication issues on the back end. How is that even possible? These guys aren't rookies. They're veterans.
3: Now, to to kind of use that and, and talk a little bit about the offense, we're talking about guys we brought in, thought they were going to produce on defense, haven't really produced. And now you look at where the offense is with Jimmy Clausen, Jeremy Butler, Kamir Aiken, Daniel Brown, uh, even losing 35-6 to yesterday, I thought the offense almost, in my opinion, overproduced because they got seven, seven catches 72 yards out of Butler, five for 47 out of Brown, five for 90 out of Aiken. The running game was dismal, but... I, I thought they, you know, to Tressman's credit and Clausen's credit and those receivers' credit, who a lot of those guys had, were out of football a couple of weeks ago, I thought, I thought they did okay.
1: I thought they did well, too, because when you think about it, they don't have the speed. They're going up against a secondary that has a big-time street cred. I know that Chancellor got knocked out of the game, but they're going up against a secondary that has big-time street cred, and they didn't have a tight end, per se. I don't think Max Williams was thrown to one time. And the running game, they had four yards of rushing in the first half, and they finished, I think, with twenty-eight. So when you don't have a running game, you got a guy who's at right. quarterback and has only been around for two weeks. And you don't have a lot of speed on the outside. I agree with you, Miles. What they accomplished yesterday, despite the scoreboard, it was a, a big testament to the the grittiness of at least that performance of Jimmy Clausen's
0: Yes, and, and and when you stop and think, this was not the system that Mark Tressman ran in Chicago with him, right? You These know what I mean. This was Kubiak's system here, you know,
2: right. and um, so. Well, I mean, yesterday was a system of what you had is what you ran. I mean, that, that's really not a.
0: But there was no, but there was no, uh, no running game, which is, which Tony's already alluded to. Right. So and, that's
2: what I'm saying. It, uh, the adjustments were basically throwing everything out there and whatever worked. It wasn't really just a system.
3: Were you Were you at the game yesterday, Tony? No, I
1: was not.
3: Uh, what did it look like on TV? Because. Being there and and experiencing probably one of the least um, fan friendly experiences that I've had at that stadium because it was taken over by the opposition, especially as the game got out of hand later. How did it appear on TV? Like we did it? Appear well, they that it was they didn't over? show
0: a lot of empty seats. I'm telling you, you had to look to see the empty well, it seats. Wasn't it wasn't the
3: empty seats. It was that they were obvious Seahawk fans.
0: Oh, you heard them the whole game, right, Tony?
1: You did, particularly as the game got away mm. from, from the Ravens and you saw a lot of the twelves around the perimeter of the stadium. You know, I, I think that the CBS or uh, Fox crew tried to not embarrass the Ravens by cropping yes. in I, I would on, agree the, with you. on the field. But there there were times when you could see that it was it was pretty empty, particularly about halfway through or about three quarters of the way through the third quarter when it was pretty much game, set, match, uh, you could see that there were a lot of empty seats. But I, I think that the announcers did a decent job of trying to keep everyone's interest, although it was a tough game to, to remain interested in.
3: How, how about tonight, uh, the, the you know the discussion about possible flexing of the game, uh, that if the Giants win, Ravens will be flexed out, if Giants lose, the Ravens, would will Raven-Steelers will play on Sunday night. Why would the NFL want the Ravens on a Sunday night game for any reason? When I think you've got, like, uh, Packers and Packers in Arizona playing. I mean, there are a couple of other games that would be, I think, much more appealing than Ravens and Steelers.
1: Well, yeah, but you have to understand that those other networks have to give those yeah, games up. Yeah, they have to give the games up. Oh, so it's not like yeah. NBC can say I want this one as right, mine. Right. They, they have, there's a little bit of trade-off there. So I guess of the of the games that the networks weren't were willing to let go, they decided that the Giants and Vikings was the best one, particularly if the Giants win tonight, because that means they're still tied for first place, and the Vikings are fighting for a a playoff spot. Uh, but I'm glad uh, I'm. I'm glad they're going to flex out the Giants win. So I've got two words to say: Go Giants! Yeah, that's yes, right. I, go, go big, big blue.
3: blue is what we were saying. Is because I, I, I fear the, that that will be the city will the stadium will be embarrassed. The organization will be embarrassed because there'll be twenty thousand Steeler fans there. I mean, there probably will be, regardless. But the to see it on national TV on a Sunday night, I think would just be uh, going back too many years in history when. Pittsburgh fans came down here and did that.
1: We've had enough salt thrown on the wounds of the 2015 <laughs> season. We don't need that one. That's like, you know, throwing gasoline on the on on, the, on on the, the
0: wounds.
3: All right, so, Tony. Oh, go ahead,
0: Miles. I was going to ask,
1: what's your, uh,
3: what's your take on the
0: on the Chiefs coming That's up? That's exactly what I was going to say, so you, you go well, right ahead.
1: The, the Chiefs don't have the kind of offense that the Seahawks have. And I know that the Ravens are going to experiment with a couple of different players out there this coming week. I'm sure we'll see, like, Trey Walker and guys like Arthur Brown out there. So who? You'll, you'll, who? Yeah, right. Arthur <laughs> Brown? Arthur who? Yeah. So I think you'll see some of those guys out there playing. And who knows if if the other team, in this case it's the Chiefs, have them scouted. They don't know what to expect from those guys. So I think it's going to be a much lower scoring game. But... The results will be kind of the same. You know, the Chiefs are hot. They've got two dynamic defensive ends, that, and the Ravens' offensive line will be severely challenged. And Jimmy Clausen, maybe they brought in Ryan Mallow. They're going to have all three of those guys active. Maybe all four quarterbacks <laughs> active because they realize they need a quarterback at some point in time during the game, and those guys might go down. Sam, so I, can- I think it's going to be just a, a dominant defensive performance from the Kansas City Chiefs. And If the Ravens score a touchdown, they ought to be happy. Uh, I'd probably say something like 27 to 10.
0: All right, Tony. Well, that will be uh, looking forward to your word on the street in the next, uh, top just after the top of the hour. So have a great week, my friend, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Always great to talk to you guys.
0: Thanks. All right. That was Tony Lombardi from RussellStreetReport.com, brought to you by Rain-X Wiper Blades. All right, Tish, go ahead and take us out to break.